0: Hello! Welcome to Tales of a Latin Mommy, the ultimate guide to rebuilding a financial foundation. The podcast that inspires you to change your relationship with money and motivates you to rebuild your financial foundation. I'm your host, Melanie Arce.
1: Okay. I
0: am. Uh, <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm suddenly self-conscious
1: now that you're on the other end well <laughs> oh, you're not self-conscious with jenny but you're self-conscious with me <laughs> yeah and with with your mic you know you want to talk into the red dot it looks like you're talking into the top of it oh shit it's not even plugged in dude <laughs> it's funny you sound pretty decent that's just from the computer um, computer audio i guess that's surprisingly pretty good but i'm sure your yeti will sound even better yeah let me plug
0: that in all right let's start this hola
1: oh look at that you sound like such a pro now (laughs) sounds totally
0: different you're
1: so cute stop flirting with me because then i'm gonna flare back (laughs) oh so sorry i'll stop that right away
0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tales of a Latin Mommy. This is one of my Latin Mommy Rants episodes and um, joining me is another uh, member of my soul tribe, Mr. Strickland Bonner.
1: Hey, 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 hey everybody.
0: Strickland is probably my best guy friend ever and as you all know, in these episodes, you know, I sit down to do the inner work and sometimes and there's a lot of times there's <laughs> ranting or venting but I do my best to cheerlead because I feel like uh, as single moms you know we're we're still trying to maybe get over the past at least I am and I'm hoping that this can help other people as well so I hope you're welcome Strickland Bonner a co-host I should say of the nice guys on business podcast hey hey
1: hey hey <laughs>
0: Hey Strick. So you and I are always in touch. And you know, I've been struggling to move on since my divorce, um, putting things to rest. And I know, you know, maybe there's a lot of other single moms out there who are doing the same thing. Maybe all of us are doing it in varying degrees. But I wanted to talk to you to get the guys perspective today on the end of a breakup. I do my best, you know that, to not um, to not shit on men because I love men. I do. There are good ones out there, like you.
1: Oh, you're too sweet.
0: You are. You are so nice to me. You are so good to me, and I want to know what's going on on the other end. Like, what is going on as men are breaking up with us and detaching?
1: Well, you know, I think in any relationship, if you are with somebody that you cared about or maybe formally cared about. Obviously, if it's a, if somebody you were dating, you you felt some feelings for them at some point and, and you don't want to hurt anyone. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But sometimes you realize that, you know, it's run its course or that, you know, as you get to know somebody, maybe they're not exactly what you were looking for. And it's tough. I think, you know, guys uh, are going to sort of sugarcoat things because they don't want to hurt. Anybody's feelings, and that can be challenging because sometimes sugarcoating may mean uh, sort of lying or sort of telling a half truth. And but other times it may just be like silence or ghosting, which I think is very selfish and very rude. But unfortunately, I am definitely seeing more and more of it more recently.
0: Really? So your guy friends will will dish
1: and tell you what they're up to. Well. It kind of depends on how long and how serious the relationship is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you go out with somebody, you know, once or twice or three times and you're hanging out, like I never think it's okay to just go somebody, but mm-hmm. it's kind of more okay. If, you know, you didn't have anything really serious. I'm big on communication. So I think it's important to set the tone of that in a relationship and If while you're going along in the relationship, if you have not established, you know, every time you're out that, hey, I really want to communicate, I really want to know what's going on. And if it's bad news, that's okay. If there's something that I'm doing that's annoying you or something I'm saying that's annoying you, you know, or if you feel like it's just not going in the right direction or we're kind of on different pages, just say something as we're going along. So it's not a big surprise at the end. Because that's what I hear a lot. It's like, wow, I didn't even see it coming. It's like, well, you know, guys don't want the conflict unless you encourage it. In other Mm -hmm. words, if all along the line, you're basically saying, look, if you're feeling some way, just tell me, don't let it build up and build up and build up and then just dump me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But guys are just kind of selfish like that sometimes. And that's the way they roll sometimes. Oh, that's frustrating.
0: (laughs) Now, so, you know, me, I'm I. I get hit on a lot, a lot and guys will come in and out and do I care? No, I'm not talking about the insignificant guys that come in and out and then, you know, like want, you know, just sex. No, I'm talking about those significant. Well, what I consider significant relationships like the ex-husband and the ex-lover that I just could not get over. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell me like what's going on in their minds when suddenly a a woman is getting the the like cold responses and maybe the gaslighting, you know, via texts over just anything, you know, what's going on in a guy's mind when that happens?
1: Well, I think most guys, when you see that happening, they're trying to set it up. In other words, they don't want it to be a surprise. And I think a lot of women, and again, I don't mean to be sexist because I think the tables are are turned on this uh, often. You know, women can do this to guys too. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you are on the receiving end of the breakup, so to speak, sometimes you don't always see the clues. You don't always see the flags coming because you don't want to, because you don't want to realize that maybe they're not that into you and so you know when somebody takes a bit longer to return your text or doesn't text you back at all until you remind them or they make plans and then cancel on you you know all of those are things that are you know they can be clues that hey maybe they're feeling a different way and i think the most important thing is when you see them coming don't ignore them and again lean into it And basically put it to your partner and say, hey, look, I've been seeing this a lot. Either you're not getting back to me or you're not reaching out to me as much or you don't want to hang out as much or whatever. Maybe, dude, what's going on? And give them permission to get out, right? Like if you say it from a standpoint of, hey, I'm crazy about you, I want to make this work, then you're going to make them feel worse if they feel like they're letting go. But if you say to them, I'm having a great time. I really like hanging out with you. If you're not feeling the same way, look, just tell me and let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to give somebody permission to do that. So they don't feel like they're catching you out of the blue. Oh, that was, that was hard to take
0: <laughs> just now, <laughs> you know, cause like I told you, like, there aren't very many men who come along in my life who are significant. It's just the, the relationships that that still like hold a place in my heart that I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's harder to swallow. Like I recently, and I I think I shared this with you. I'm not sure if we talked about this in depth. The ex-husband and I, we're still struggling on our communication. And I thought, I thought I was getting divorced to stop fighting, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, there's there's a lot, a lot of communication via text. And so things get taken out of context because there's there's nothing going on with text. Um, You know, it's so impersonable, in my opinion. But we have it there because, as you know, I have a shitty memory. And it does it does come back to bite me in the ass when I'm being a total bitch or, um you know, I drop the ball. But. He, I feel like ignores it um when it comes to when it comes to any sort of like snide remarks or any gaslighting or just being cold, it's he just ignores it and moves on. And I'm just. I'm trying to gain some perspective from a guy's point of view. Um, It's over and I've accepted that, but I'm just like, how, how can he treat me this way when I'm the mother of his children? You know?
1: I think with a marriage, especially when there are kids involved, it, it, it gets a lot more complicated and sometimes people will feel like it's a battle that I need to win as opposed to, Hey, I really just want to try to, make it as fair for everybody as we can and do whatever we can to make sure that, you know, our child or our children are well taken care of. But unfortunately sometimes guys get competitive and they feel like, Hey, I need to win and it's the wrong way to approach it. But unfortunately I think you do get guys that are like that sometimes. And, you know, who knows, you know, everybody's got their perspective of, of, their perception of what happened yeah and so if he is being mean to you maybe he has this perception that uh something was your fault and that he was right and you were wrong and he wants to take it out on you and it's just a terrible way to, to approach things especially when you've got kids because really the kids are the most important thing i mean you know you you may not be Together anymore, but you're always going to be your child's parents, and you know that's the most important thing. Right, right. That I love the way that you put that
0: because that is the most fair synopsis of the whole thing. I, I can't disagree with you at all in that. Uh, I know that I'm not the center of his world anymore. I've accepted that. I know it's all about the kids. It's just it's hard. Like I told you, because. I still, I still love the guy, all his flaws and everything that never went away for me, but I didn't want to be married anymore. So from a guy's perspective, what's your
1: best advice? How can a woman get over that? Well, I think the best thing, the best way to think about it is I think a lot of, again, I don't want to sound sexist again, saying a lot of women, because there are guys that are like this too, but I think this is something that tends to be more specific to women that they are thinking about the long term right and you get into a relationship and you start thinking about the possibilities the possibilities of could we move in together could we live together could we get married could we have a life together for the rest of our lives and from my personal experience it's it can be a bad way to look at things because let's say there's somebody that you meet and you enjoy spending time with them. And maybe you're in a place in your life where Mm. you can just spend time with them. But if you start thinking long-term, where is this going to go? And you realize either A, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. Oh, so I don't want to hang out with them anymore. Mm. Well, why not? I mean, you enjoy spending time with them. Or the flip side of that is, wow, this is somebody that's amazing. And and I really think that this may be somebody I want to spend the rest of my life with. And then it doesn't work out then you're disappointed because your expectation was of this possibility that this might've happened. And why can't we just get into a relationship? And the point of the relationship is to enjoy the time that you have together. Now, if that turns into moving in, if that turns into getting married, then great. But if it doesn't, that's okay too. And the other thing that I've found that's so important about relationships is the skill set that you need to share with somebody else like i say skill set but it's more like the attributes that you want in a partner that you're hanging out and spending time with may be different from the attributes that you want from somebody you live with or somebody you want to marry i had a woman that i dated about a year ago and uh we would get together know once a week and hang out and we had a good time after about a month i said to her i knew she was really looking for she'd been divorced about three years and she was looking for you know the next love of her life that the guy to spend the rest of her life with and i said to her i really enjoy hanging out with you i'm having a great time i want to be really straight with you i don't see a future in other words when we're not together i don't think about you all the time when we're together i'm having a great time I enjoy spending time with you and I love when we're together and and when we're chatting a little during the week, that's all good. But I don't think about you all the time. And I just wanted to be straight with you and let you know that's where I am. Because if your perspective is you're looking for the guy to spend the rest of your life with, I'm telling you right now, I'm not that guy. And she appreciated the honesty and said, you know what? Yes, I do want to find the guy I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, but I'm really having fun hanging out with you. I'm getting to know me better. I'm getting to know you better. And so let's keep hanging out and doing that. And then when I'm not comfortable with that, I'll let you know. And I said, cool, that was great. And we ended up dating for another five months or so. And she and I are still really good friends. But at the end of five months, she was kind of like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I got to start looking for that guy. We can still keep hanging out. We can still keep talking if you want, Mm -hmm. which we did. But us hanging out was distracting her from being focused on that guy. And it is a different connection you need with somebody to enjoy hanging out on the weekends versus this is somebody I want to spend every minute of my life with or move in with. That's oh
0: my God, Strick. You have no idea how this resonates. The last email that I had with the ex lover actually told me, Mel, you shouldn't have such high expectations. Just let it come to you. And I know you and I have had these conversations mm. too, where it's just like, why do you have to end a relationship when you're having a great time? Well, it's because things are unbalanced, you know? Things are unbalanced. And it's difficult for me, I'm saying me, to manage that. I don't know, I don't have the skill set to
1: now unbalanced how when you say unbalanced.
0: Um because I've given my heart to this person. You know what I mean? You know, being physically intimate with a man over and over and over again, like you get attached, a woman will get attached Mm -hmm. Uh, with a man, with a man, it's probably not the same thing. No, it's, it's just a good time. Uh, Not that it was never a good time. It's not that it's just, I have never, I guess I just haven't evolved enough to and accept that relationship and be able to just call it a friendship and be okay with it being as it was. You know what I mean? You're teaching me so much about myself. <laughs> <It's>
1: kind of <laughs> well,
0: uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> well, and and that's, that's what's interesting too, because really it is all about whatever it is that you want. And so, sure, could you change your perspective and Date somebody for a while and say, hey, I'm really having a good time, but I know he's not going to be around forever, or I know he's not as emotionally invested as I am. Uh, Am I okay with that? You know what? For you personally, you're not okay with that, and that's fine Mm -hmm. as long as you're aware of that, but I guess the difference that I would say is let's say hypothetically, you get to that point with somebody where you feel like you're really into them. They're not as into you. I'd recommend having that conversation with them, you know, that I had, but it would be the opposite way. It would be like, Hey, here's the deal. This is how I'm feeling about you. And because I'm feeling that way, you know, I, I want to spend more time together and I want to be exclusive or I want to whatever it is that that you, wherever it is you want to go with it. Mm-hmm. and." realize that communicating that to them is not going to change the way they feel about you. You're not going to force them to feel some way. Now, it may it may give them some clarity. It may have them examining their thoughts, their actions more. And so they may, when they hear you say that, they may go, you know what? I've been kind of holding back. But if you're going to be open with me like that, I think I could be open with you and tell you, I feel the same way, or it could be the opposite. And that's the hard part is if they say, look, I'm just not feeling that way. Then you just have to learn to be okay with that because it's hard. I mean, it's hard when there's somebody you're crazy about and you, you open up to them and say, I'm really crazy about you. And they go, yeah, me, not so much. Yeah. Um, But I think The hard part of that, obviously, is you're being so open and honest and you want them to feel the same way. But I really so much feel like everybody is not for everybody. In other words, it's hard not to take that personally, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard not to say, oh, I'm not pretty enough or I'm not smart enough or I'm not whatever enough. But the reality is you're just not that for them. I had a woman that I dated a couple of months ago, maybe six months ago, we went out on a couple of dates and it was so funny because there were all of these boxes that she checked for me, right? She was really smart and she had a good job and, and she was independent and, and she was very attractive and all and close to my age. And, you know, all of these things, we went out a couple times, we were seeing each other and chatting a lot for about two or three weeks. And then after like three weeks, I was like, why am I not vibing with this? And I'm looking at the checklist and it's like, she checked so many boxes, but it was just the chemistry. Mm. The connection wasn't there. Yeah. And sometimes there's just that unexplainable thing. And if that chemistry and that connection isn't there, sometimes it doesn't matter how many boxes are checked. And so if I'm in a relationship with somebody And they were to do that to me. And they were like, you know what? I'm really not that serious about you. I'm not feeling the same way. That's my fallback, so to speak. In other words, I will have to stop and think to myself, if I'm getting my feelings hurt, I got to stop and think to myself, okay, you know what? It's not that I'm not enough. It's just that I'm not the right combination for them. And then I stop and think about the relationships that I've had in the past. And when I think about, you know, some of the great relationships I've had and some of the great women that I've dated that were totally crazy about me, that's when I've got to kind of pat myself on the back and go, you know what? I'm an okay guy. I'm just not the right guy for her. And that's okay. I know that's easier said than done, but
0: no, I I love that. You know, this is why you're my man, (laughs) crush. Oh, you always make it so so easy for me to understand. (laughs) Oh my God, Uh, Jake!
1: I've been around the block a few times. Yeah, Um, it sounds. For those of listeners, I'm 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 55 years old. I'm an old dude. No, you're not. A lot of relationships, and so I know it makes it it's it's easier to say than it is to do. Believe me, I totally understand that, but. And it's taken me a long time to get here, to get where I am and be settled with this. And I had plenty of bad breakups that have taught me these things. Um, but it's really about when you get the little bits and pieces like that, sometimes you got to either write it down or remember. And when you're feeling down, you, you just got to remind yourself and you just got to tell yourself over and over again, you know what? I am okay. And I am enough for some people. I'm just not the right fit for them. And that's okay. Even though I think they're amazingly incredible. And I think we'd be great together. It's just, it, it's not clicking. It's not the right thing.
0: Oh my God. Thanks so much. Strick. I, I don't think that there's anything more we can say. about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks so much. I'm going to I'm going to take what you said to heart and really, um, you know, do some self reflection and figure out how I want to process all of this. Because I think at the end of it, we, we just have to find peace within ourselves, right? And that's really what it all comes down to. Well,
1: big, big, big picture. That's really it. You got to love yourself first. And if you don't love you, nobody else is going to. For me personally, I love confident women that love life, that have a spark. You know, I've been on the dating apps and it's like you meet somebody and you talk to them or you chat with them a little bit, or maybe you go out on one date and no matter how attractive somebody is or, or successful or whatever, if they don't love life, if they don't have that spark, if they don't have this confidence that they like themselves, I am just not attracted. And the more you like yourself, the more other people, men and women are going to like you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is, that is dead on. Oh my gosh. Strickland Bonner, everybody. I hope you, um, you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you took something from it. Cause I always do when I talk to Strick. Thanks so <laughs> much, hon. I really appreciate, you know, your take on all of this. It, it really has I, given me some peace. I feel like, Just sitting here in this moment. Thanks again so much. Did you want to leave
1: any of your info for Uh, Nice Guys? Well, I love that uh, you feel like you've gotten some insight because I do love to help. If you want to uh, listen to my podcast, it's the Nice Guys on Business. And NiceGuysOnBusiness.com. We do two shows a week. Mondays are interviews with business leaders. Fridays are me and Doug, my podcast partner, just kind of shooting the shit and having fun. And they're way more fun. So I recommend the Friday shows if you really just want to laugh and be silly. I do too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, sweetie. I really appreciate this again.
1: Thanks for having me on. God, that's gold. Mm -hmm.
0: Thanks again for listening. If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at Mommy dot com, or look in the description of the podcast for more information.